Hi, it's Kevin Lobates here and another day, another DeFi hack. And the one I'm going to talk about today is the hack that exploited the wormhole bridge between Ethereum and Solana. And the explanation I have uses a breakdown of the hack provided very kindly by someone called Kelvin Fitcher on Twitter. But I'm going to explain it through the use of an analogy so that any of you out there who aren't particularly keen on investigating smart contract code can still understand exactly what happens. And in order to explain the hack, first, it's probably worthwhile going over how a bridge between two different chains works. And the best analogy I have for that is if you go back in human history to, say, the 1600s or 1700s, uh, and you look at how goldsmiths also acted as banks. So imagine you own a big chest of coins and you live in London and you want to travel to Paris in order to spend them. Well, riding through the countryside with a big chest of gold on the back of your cart, not such a good idea. So you go to a goldsmith in London and you hand over your chest and they give you a promissory note that they sign. Then you go to Paris and you hand over the promissory note and another goldsmith over there and they give you the equivalent amount of gold coins in return. Now, this of course means that the goldsmith in Paris has to recognize that the note that has been signed is a genuine one and that the signature is genuine. You can't just walk into any goldsmiths in Paris with a piece of paper that you scribbled on half an hour beforehand saying, give me a hundred thousand gold coins. That's not going to fly. And the bridging system between blockchains often relies on a system like this, plus a mechanism for verifying the signatures. And again, if we extend the analogy, you can imagine that there are people, let's call them guardians, who spend their life riding between London and Paris, looking at the signatures of goldsmiths in both cities and memorizing them so that they can check them in either location. And then when you turn up at the goldsmiths with your promissory note, the goldsmith calls in one of these guardians who knows what the valid signatures look like and can say, yes, this is a valid note. Give him the uh, gold coins that he's asked for or no, this is an invalid signature. Call the uh, uh, authorities and have him locked up. So uh, what went wrong in the Solana world wormhole uh, contract? Well, again, extending the analogy even further, imagine that someone turns up at a goldsmith's in Paris with a promissory note from a goldsmith in London and says, I want to withdraw some gold coins, some Parisian gold coins, please, to the amount of 90,000 gold coins. And the goldsmith says, certainly, sir, let me just check the signature. And the person with the note says, well, I've got my friend Bob here. He'll check it for you. And the goldsmith goes, Oh, okay. Bob, is it a valid signature? And Bob says, oh, yes, it certainly is a valid signature. You should give the man his gold. And the goldsmith does so. Now, of course, Bob is not a genuine guardian. Um, he's just a friend of the person who's conducting the hack. And this is what happened on the Solana blockchain with the uh, wormhole protocol. It was meant to use a valid signature checker, but unfortunately for the protocol, the hacker managed to replace the call to the signature check uh, with a call to another function. So that's like bringing Bob in rather than a genuine guardian um, and thereby managed to get the signature approved. 
So now our medieval guy has got 90,000 gold Parisian coins. And what does he do with those? He immediately hands them back to the goldsmith and says, tell you what, give me a promissory note for these because I'm going back to London. Um, and the goldsmith in Paris does that. The guy then goes back to London with a perfectly valid Parisian promissory note for uh, gold coins, goes back to the goldsmiths in London and withdraws 90,000 English gold coins. And now the uh, hacker has real genuine funds that can be off-ramped on a, in a crypto exchange or moved into other assets um, or protocols or whatever. Um, so that's basically what happened. There was a one small bug in the smart contract on the Solana side that allowed the signature checking to be um, uh, compromised. So uh, that's really it. And the result is that about 90,000 Ether was withdrawn from the smart contract on the Ethereum chain that was holding assets that had been bridged over to Solana. Um, and that's quite a lot of money. That's, uh, I think the sum that was quoted was 320 million, although if it's 90,000 ETH, I would have expected that to be a lot higher because I think it's about $2,000 per ETH at the moment. Does that work out? Anyway, it's a big sum of money. I think I read somewhere that it's now the fourth biggest hack in the DeFi world. Um, and uh, indeed, a third of a billion dollars is an awful lot of money. So hopefully that analogy helped explain how the hack occurred and also gives you a better understanding of uh, what bridging protocols between blockchains do and how they commonly work and uh, also why there are risks involved. There are so many moving pieces and so many checks that need to, need to be conducted that if you just get one little step in the whole chain of events that happens when assets are bridged from one chain to another, that gives hackers the opportunity to abscond with vast sums of money. That's it for today. I hope you found it interesting and I'll see you in the next video soon. Bye for now.